Good morning and welcome to the Morning Chat with Ed Ballinger on 97.7 FM WAOB and 1450 AM WAOB in Vincennes and 97.3 FM in Washington. Our first guest this morning is Allie Bow from the Rotary Young Leaders. Is that close enough? Wow, you are getting too good on us. Uh, I don't even have it written down. You got that perfectly this time. Uh, well, I think that's the first time. No, I, I, You've been okay. practicing. No, I just... So, you woke up this morning, looked in the mirror, and you were practicing. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I just I, I shortened it. Yeah, so, so did, you you were overthinking it in the past. Uh, yeah, uh, you know me, Mister Overthinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, good morning. Good, good to morning. See you. you too. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, we already know who's in charge of this interview. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today? Well, um, you know, we have our uh, Rotary Young Leaders First City Fright Night coming up. Um, so I really would like to, you know, talk about that, um, how much fun it was last year and how much fun it's going to be this year and, um, what all the money's going towards. Um, we're super excited. We just, it's creeping up on us just a couple weeks. Creeping left. up on us? Creeping, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all in the spirit of everything, it definitely is creeping up on us, but we are so excited for it. Okay, what is this event? Tell me more about it. So the First City Fright Night, um, it's happening on uh, the 21st, uh, October 21st, um, this year or this month. Um, It's an adult Halloween party. Uh, Last year was our first year, and uh, when we were thinking about, you know, another event that we could put on the community, because, um, you know, along with doing community service and um, raising money for the community. Um, One of our big goals is also to provide fun things to do in the community for, you know, everybody, but especially, you know, young people uh, to make Vincent's more attractive. And so um, what we were thinking is like, where can you go for Halloween as an adult, you know, around here besides going out of town or dressing up with your kids, uh-huh. you know? And so um, we felt like they're definitely, um, maybe not a need, but a big want for um, a Halloween party here. And so um, last year was our first year. Um, we had a band, a DJ, food, um, candy bar. Um, it was so much fun. And so we're running it back again this year on the 21st, um, a big Halloween party, costume party. Our costumes are encouraged is what we like to say, but everybody wore their costumes last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a night of fun Okay, and spooky fun. Okay. Again, what night is it? October 21st is a Saturday evening. Okay. You know, when you put this, you did, last year was the first year? Last year was the first year. Okay, what did you learn from last year that's going to make it better this year? Well, um, the number one thing is uh, I don't think we expected as many people as we had show up last year. And so um, one of the things was our bar was just a little slow um, because they, I don't think they were expecting so many people. So um, we've, you know... Did up- you have enough? We had enough. It was just slow. But we've upgraded that. It's going to mean speedy um we're gonna have great food barbecue is gonna be catering um the event so with your ticket you also get dinner um and our band is gonna be awesome we're so excited for that and i think just like with everything you know once you do it once you can only improve um especially when you have like a group like the people putting on this party um i have no doubt so it's not it's going to be like way more fun, way more exciting, and um, which is saying a lot because last year was a great time. You know, you look at uh, first of all how you could admit 
a problem. It wasn't really a problem, but something to expect. Yeah. You know, some people say, oh, it's okay. You come right out and say, we were slow. Yeah. I mean, that's like, but that's the business person in you too. Hey, I mean, you know, I mean, I've realized you got to be honest. You know, yeah. honesty is the best policy. It is. It is. Thank you. And I think people appreciate that as well. Um, as I look ahead for something like this, you know, people plan on, on mm-hmm. set. They plan, they plan a couple weeks in advance. Yeah. So they know this is coming up yep. now. Now, if you did not come to it last year, what can you expect? So um, it's at Adams Coliseum. So just there, you know, we love having it there because it already has that um, spooky vibe to it. Um, but I believe if it's anything like last year, everybody's going to show up in costume and great costume at that. Um, we're going to have a costume contest, um, giving out, um, prizes from the local community, um, local businesses. Um, we're going to have awesome decorations. You can buy your own ticket or you can buy a table. Um, if you have a group of people coming with you, um, and just lots of spooky fun, lots of dancing, um, it's just going to be a really good time. Um, and then all of the money that we're raising from this event is going to go towards our Leicester Square basketball court project, um, which is a project we've been, you know, brewing on for a little while, and we're really excited to get get it going. Okay, let's let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, okay? I mean it's a great event to raise money, mm-hmm. but this. Um, this basketball court, uh, it's going to take a little money. Yeah, it's going to take some money, and it's going to take some planning and some time. And um, But, you know, we just really enjoy doing those things as a group. And um, the parks have become something kind of special to us. Um, I think that, you know, we just all see a need of, you know, how important parks and recreation is just for any community, any development of, you know, kids and people of our of our community um and we're just really excited because um you know we're not too old to play either and so when we look around you know where where's a good place for us to play and you know meet up with our friends and it's kind of hard to find that and so one of our big missions just as a group is you know if we want something we got to work for it and mm-hmm. so um this is going to be one of our first big projects that we're funding and we are just so excited for it oh great i i'm happy for you on this uh, because you you have a familiarity with with Leicester square okay yeah. i mean you know and you could you'd be proud of what you did yeah okay you had the exercise Thank equipment you. out there just continuing you know the skate park going on like you said and everything happening out there and it is really and i and we have great parks mm-hmm. but it is really truly the biggest neighborhood park it is and you know i think that um you know with its placement and how unique the park is you know right there in the middle of the neighborhood there are going to be so many kids and so many just people in general that are going to benefit from a nice park. You know, before it was kind of just like a grass square. I mean, I remember when I was in school and we'd walk to that park um, and we had so much fun at it. But, you know, now there are so many options that people can participate in and so many different types of options. You know, the skate park, um, the fitness equipment, um, the playground equipment, or, you know, in the future, the basketball court. And, um, I think that it's just really important for, you know, positive, um, a positive environment for these kids to grow up in and, um, you know, something fun to do that. Think about, okay, let me, let me give you a quiet. You want to do a little quiz? Yeah, sure. Okay. Name places you go play outdoor basketball at right now. Go. Uh, I think the old Washington elementary in like, 
That's okay. one. Okay, I've got five. You've got five. I think I think there's five places. That's one. Does the Y? No, the YMCA. Nope. No. Um, for one of the the elementaries. Mm-hmm. Franklin. Mm-hmm. That's two. Does Vigo? No, not that I know of. VU. Go to VU. Oh, VU uh, behind. Uh, yeah, on the uh, campus. Right. There's three. Right. I think there's two. Oh my gosh, we're I I figured out five, but not a lot of places. Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere that I can think of I mean, on I the top of my mind. Well, my gosh, I'm drawing blanks now. I had them and I can't. But I mean, there's just not that many. Maybe, yeah. Uh, does Clark have some down below by Clark Elementary or Middle School? I don't think I, so. Do oh, they? I know. I thought it was just in. Oh, maybe it is. <laughs> I thought hey, if you're listening and you know where the basketball goals are, you let us know. <laughs> But I'm saying there is a need. There, there is. is. A, there is. Just a need in general. I think our parks are fantastic, and I really value how much our community, you know, puts value on our parks. And I think it's just been growing since, you know, in the last couple of years. And I really appreciate seeing that. Like I think uh, Mayor Joe does a really good job at prioritizing that. Um, but you know, when you, when you think about, you know, people are always complaining about, you know, the kids today and, um, you know, things that kids get involved with, but, you know, I think that people need to think like if these kids had somewhere positive to go and positive people to be around, you know, maybe that narrative would be different. And, you know, that's what we're hoping with all of this. Yeah. So anyway, again, the event is on the 21st. Yep, 21st. You can buy an individual ticket or a table, um, and you can buy these tickets. Um, you can search First City Fright Night on Eventbrite, um, or you can follow Rotary Young Leaders on Facebook, and we have links just everywhere. So um, probably just Google it. You'll find it. Um, but it's going to be a really good time. Can you get them at the door? You can get them at the door, but we will not be accepting cash. You'll still have to use the the phone the terminal so you might as well just buy it in advance um so yeah it's going to be a great time all the money raised is going to go towards the lester square basketball court project and you know aside from that we're just going to have a blast all right let's take a break we'll have more with Allie after this on waov Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Back in the morning chat with Ed Ballinger as our guest is Allie Bo from the Young Rotary Leaders Club as a Friday night coming up on the 21st, yep. right? Yep, 21st. Okay, you looked at me like, did I say something wrong now? <laughs> oh, you were killing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm killing it, all right, all right. Well, let's let's move on. Okay. Okay, let's talk Eclipse. Yes. Okay, because I would say let's talk about your... Uh, half marathon but we have something before that. we have something before actually <laughs> see i remember that too yeah I'm, you are really impressing me today uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> all right it is an uh what what are we calling this eclipse run so um we're we're branching off the dark side of the wabash theme um that's going on throughout the community but um the solar eclipse 5k um you know i think that 
as a community, you know, everybody's trying to get us ready and excited for the solar eclipse. And, you know, as we should be, there's, you know, going to be so many people coming through Vincennes because apparently you're going to be able to watch it for the longest amount of time, which um, is super cool. And so um, we just saw an opportunity that um, we can not only, you know, gain attraction with our half marathon, but also just provide something really cool and unique to happen that weekend for all of our guests and all of our community members. So, um, on April 6th, we'll be having a 5k, um, solar eclipse theme in the evening glow light. Uh, we are just really excited for this. That is cool. That's cool. It's going to be fun. Okay. And that's Okay. Your half marathons are fun, but also they have an element of a little seriousness because you have people who really take it serious. Right. And, you know, it takes quite a bit of time um, to train for it. You know, we're talking three miles versus 13. Um, so, you know, the cool thing about a 5K that I really love, it it's very welcoming to people of all different intensities in running you know um we've got we've got the people who are very intense and uh they can run like a 17 probably less than that minute 5k um I don't even think I could do that in my dreams, but, uh, you know, it's so cool to watch. Um, but we also have people that walk and just enjoy it, walk with their friends and people in the middle, you know, my favorite thing about a 5k, but you know, as well as anybody, I'm competitive. Um, mm. I like to use 5Ks to as an opportunity to see like how quickly I can push my mile time. And um, obviously, I can't really do that with a half marathon. But um, it's super cool because you see so many different types of people all coming together um, just to have a good time. But typically, it's for a good cause. And anything that we're involved with, you know, is always going straight back to the community. You know, we're we're not here to make money. We're not here to do any of that. We're here to improve the community. And so that's what everybody's goal is going to be on, on April 6th, and we're so excited for it. Absolutely. Sounds great. Sounds excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. And I'm really excited that we can kind of ha- add the fun element of the glow in the dark. Um, I think that downtown is just absolutely stunning at night. Um you know, I, I almost want to say I don't think a lot of people have experienced it because every time I'm downtown at night, it's like a ghost town it down is. there. It is. It but clo- stores close a little early. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just you, you never see very many cars out there, but it is all the street lights and the river walk, everything. It's just absolutely stunning, and so I'm really excited for people to experience that because I love to run during that yeah. time, and I want everybody else to experience it. I think the neatest point, though, is, is daybreak. Look downtown. Look down at Main Street during the daybreak. Yes, it's off, off the river. It's pretty neat. It is cool. It is cool. I I love our downtown. It is. It's a great place. And you know, I really feel like in the past ten years, it has just skyrocketed. I remember when I, when I was in high school, I don't think I ever went downtown. I mm-hmm. literally never went downtown because there wasn't anything down there. Mm-hmm. Besides when we had the movie, th- like yeah. the movie theater. That's Mine. we were always down there. But then it kind of just died off but it's just really cool that we have as nice of a downtown as we do we have great stores and the thing is you think you keep walking and walk in the river no you got a river walk yeah i mean everything's nice it's it's great downtown and it is and i and i think we're utilizing it better and including yourself in this event Mm -hmm. and and i think um uh, the people with the uh, the eclipse yep are, are really working this hard yeah i mean i'm i'm hoping 
we get the numbers they say we're going to get. Me too. It would be really great for yeah. everybody. I mean, must be because we are getting hotels sold out. So, all right. So, I mean, I think we're coming people down here. I don't know how many. Yeah. I mean, because I've never been through this. I, Me neither. I mean, yeah. I, I mean it's hard to imagine. 2017, I parked the ZDM van over there by the memorial and, you know, and... I'm, I'm like, I'm there, and I, did I miss the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, did I see it? I, I think yeah. I did, but, but now it's going to be different. Yeah, it is going to be different. And Okay, now let me ask you this. If there are going to be people coming in from out of town, how can they register for something like this? Because when I get here, they may just hear about it when I first get here. So we will, you know, we always do day of registration because you run into that a lot, especially with people who like to run Mm -hmm. you know they may not see the news but if they see people corralling my brother and i do that all the time when we see people corralling we're like oh my gosh should we go join in on that race you know um so we will be corralling yeah i mean you just kind of hanging around i mean just jump on in yeah you are you parking your ponies is that what you're doing (laughs) that's pretty much what it is no but you know we'll be doing same day registration but um the really cool thing about our our um our re- sign-up registration system that we use, it's online. Um, people can look it up by location. Um, anytime people are going to type in Solar Eclipse Vincent's, our race will pop up. So it's going to be on Run Sign Up. It's going to be on Facebook. You'll find it on Google. Um, so people will hopefully find it. And hopefully mm-hmm. we have a huge, huge group of people running. And mm-hmm. if not, I'm cool with a little running club. I'll, I'll, I'll join in too. <laughs> okay. All righty. And that is on that Saturday? Is yep, there a- the Saturday. So the eclipse is on the Monday. Right. Um, and so Sarah and everybody else that's pushing the solar eclipse festivities, um, they're saying that people will probably be coming in on Friday and staying until um, Monday evening. And so they're going to need something to do and might as well run with us. Great, great. Okay. Now let's talk about your Half marathon. Yep. And that's coming up in... It's actually uh, in a little less than a year, September 14th. Okay. See, that's the thing is we have moved it from sp- I mean, spring to fall. To baby. fall. Yeah. yeah. And so we moved that um, mostly because of the eclipse, but we're actually really excited about it because we've been, we've been contemplating moving it since after the first year. Um, but this was a really good excuse. Uh, we're excited because um, with the new season, we'll be able to utilize the river walk. Um, if you don't really pay attention during April, the river is high. And so mm-hmm. um, we've always had to cross that off of our options to use Kimmel Park. We haven't been able to use. And so we're really excited that our route, um, which I think continues to improve year by year, but I think it's going to be this very gorgeous um, during the fall. And it's going to be fun. Okay. Okay, we'll talk more about that. Of course, we've got plenty mm-hmm. of time. Now, you had another event you want to talk about? I do. So um, some of my friends have been really working very hard um, independently uh, on Chicago Park. And like I said, I'm just, I'm a big park person. I think that, you know, a lot of my peers are too. And um, they've been putting in a lot of la- free labor and time and um, resources into improving Chicago Park. So, um, but November fourth, they're actually putting on event an event to help raise more money to improve the park. And I'm just really impressed with all they're doing. Um, but you can find this on Facebook, the Chicago Park All Star Showdown. Um, so they're going to have three on three basketball tournaments, um, cornhole tournaments. 
tournaments, um, 8U, 9U, um, baseball tournament, um, chili cook-off. There's going to be inflatables. It's just going to be a festival it sounds really? like so when is this? um november 4th from 11 to 12 a.m so it's going to be an all-day event it sounds like but um you can find it on facebook and um i'll try to get us to share it on our rotary young leaders Give page me a copy of it yeah i'll send it over to you but it's going to be a really great project and i'm um my friend chris hussey he's been a big part of it and um you know i'm really impressed just how much you know we're able to do a lot of things because we have a bunch of people, you know, working together. And mm-hmm. when you see people working themselves and, you know, trying to gather all the resources to do all that stuff, I mean, that's impressive. It takes so much work and obviously a lot of passion for the town and um, and the community. And so I think it's going to be not only an awesome event, but they're going to be hopefully raising a lot of money to make that park um, even more beautiful, too. Right. Wow. Okay. Chicago Park. It makes sure you get. I, it's the first I've heard of it. Yeah, they, they. Now I have heard that they are working on the baseball field or softball field, whatever that infield is. Or, yeah, I think they worked on their basketball courts too. too yeah. Chicago Park, number four. There you go. <laughs> well, we, we, all of a sudden, we started naming them during the break. Yeah, okay. We couldn't catch up though. No, no. But you know what though. It, it goes to show that we need them. But uh, this is great, great. And it is. It's been wonderful. I'm really proud of, proud of what they're doing, and um, I hope hopefully the event turns out to be amazing. Sure. It, they have a lot of a lot of things going on, and I just think stuff like that is just so much fun and brings the community together. All right. If anybody needs any has any questions on things we've talked about, or they want information on how they can become a member that I am not eligible to become <laughs> of this club, how they do that. So, yeah, and any information, but also membership, we are always looking for new members. Um, follow us on Facebook, Rotary Young Leaders of Vincennes, um, where you can message us um, and see um, just see who you can reach about that. We always have someone on the other line of it. Um, we meet the third Tuesday of every, of every month, so... Um, that's just a little uh, date that you can get set in your head of um, when you can meet up with us. But just reach out to us on Facebook, um, and we'll be happy to have you. Or if you know any of the members, myself, um, Brady Musin, Christopher Kaufman, Jesse Nowoski, Shelby McCormick, there's so many people. But um, if you know any of them, reach out to them, and we're just happy to have you and, um, and have you a part of our team. All right. Always a pleasure, Allie. We'll see you next month. Thanks, Ed. See ya. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Welcome back to the Morning Chat on WAOV, 97.7 FM, 1450 AM, WAOV in Vincennes, 97.3 FM in Washington. Our next guest from Old Town Players, Jason Keller with us, directing, of course, the Hollywood production this year. Good morning. Good morning. All right. What's the show? Okay. So the show is the Ray Bradbury. Gosh, excuse me, I can't speak this morning. Okay. It's the Ray Bradbury classic, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Okay, all right. Now, first time you've ever directed this 
this type of play or i know you've done halloween but right i've I've done a lot of halloween shows but this is the first time i've ever done a a ray bradbury story uh per se and and honestly the first time i've done this one so i'm not i'm not directed this show before what made you guys decide to do this one well i was searching you know long and hard to find a, a show that i wanted to do that that was halloween based that uh you know could maybe give people a good uh, sense of the chills uh and i <laughs> i came across this one and uh well it's worked out okay good good it's it, it sounds like it's um uh, a challenge it, it usually is uh and i've got you know several younger cast members uh, and that always presents, you know, its own challenges when you have to work around school schedules and, you know, other activities that they're involved with. So um, once it all comes together, though, you know, it's it's truly fun. And, and we have had a lot of fun in, in producing this show. Okay, now, when we say a challenge, as a director, you got to love that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. If it was yeah. easy, if it was easy, it'd be like, oh, okay, here we go again. This is a challenge. It, it is. It is. And, and when you you know when you're first looking at a show and you're deciding you know whether or not you want to do it and and then you look at you know the requirements of the show and what it's going to take and and then you have all these little things you know where an act and one of the actors would be you know i can't show up tonight i've I've got uh baseball practice or i've got football practice or i've got to do this or i've got to do that and you're like oh my goodness um, I have a very important cast member that just can't make it to rehearsal because of something else. And then that adds that stress level in. And have you been able to block anything? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, all, right. So. all right. Have you had a complete run through yet? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, we've had a couple of full run throughs. Uh, and I, I, one of the most important things, I think, especially when you're directing, is to know that your actors enjoy the show. Mm hmm. Uh, because it's it's really tough to get up and act in a show that you don't want to be there or you don't think is is good or whatever. And uh, all of my cast members are just having a blast doing this. So I, I really can't wait to get on stage and have the lights turned up. And here we go. Okay. Well, we've gone three minutes, and I haven't even announced when is the show. <laughs> okay. So the shows are October thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth, and then the twentieth, twenty-first, and twenty-second. The show starts at 7 p.m., and it is at the Old Town Players Theater, uh, well, just about a block away from here. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it right out the window. You sure can. All right. Okay. Uh, what makes it so special to do a Halloween-type show? Well, I, I think it's just the time of year. Obviously, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays, and um, you know, everyone's you know tired from summer, and we want fall to just get up and roaring, and... And it's just the timeliness of the show, you know, and just everyone in that Halloween kind of spirit. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to dial up everything here on this on the show itself. Um, and this is really the, the is this the first show of the year? I know you had the Follies, but right, yeah, this is, is basically the Follies was the season opener, and this would would honestly be like the first real play production because of the Follies being what they are. You know, I mean, when we do a, a Bradbury type show. Uh, it goes deep. It's not like it's on the surface funny or not funny, but scary. I mean, right. there's, there's some, I don't want to say this without sounding mean, but it requires some intelligence, doesn't it? It, it does. It does. It, it requ- it's going to require some imagination on the audience's Thank part. Thank you. Imagination. But, Thank you. Okay. <laughs> but I, I feel like the, the characters are, are, do a great job in 
actively invoking that out of the audience. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that aspect of it. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I have imagination. That's probably what sure. I should have said. All right, tell me about the cast. So essentially, um, the story of the show is you, there are two young boys, um, and they want what every other teenage boy in the world wants. They want to be older. Mm-hmm. So late, uh, you know, in the year... You know, right around Halloween time, they're they're in a small town somewhere Midwest that uh, a carnival comes, and it's so out of character because everyone says the carnival's not going to come. You know, this time of year, it just is silly. Um, so this carnival comes along, and it uh, offers them a chance to possibly become older. Um, so you have your your two main characters are the two young boys and then you know their parents and and various uh townspeople and then you have your circus performers as well or 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 carnival performers i should say Mm -hmm. okay and then from that point on what happens I know you don't want to give it away. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, Ed, Ed, don't get ahead of yourself here. Okay. Right. All right. So who who plays the young boys? Okay, so we have uh, my son, MJ Keller, is is one of the main performers. And then uh, Mason Sampson. Uh, He is is the other young boy. Uh, So basically, you know, they see this, this carnival rolling into town, and then there's the whole... Should I go? Should we not go? What do we do? And then, you know, they eventually go and discover the, the carnival's dark secret. And, you know, there's just the the uh, the show goes on, basically, yeah. as to how they interact with the carnival. Uh, you know, you don't have to have a, a slasher type production for Halloween. Exactly. I mean, exactly. You, it it, it has be, a, a creepy air to it yeah. that just... I think will really help get people in the mood and, and ready for the Halloween the next week. I mean, if you watch Stranger Things or anything like that, you know, you you don't always need blood bloodbath. Exactly, stuff. exactly. And something like this, Jason. I know uh, comedy is all about timing. Is it about timing in something like this also? It it absolutely is. Um, the show has a very fast pace to it, and, and we talk about that, you know, as far as acting goes, because it is timing. It is pace. It is. You know, not letting the audience kind of lag behind or, or get their attention diverted elsewhere. Um, that's something I had to go over with some of my folks that are playing uh, carnival performers because I want them to perform. I want them to do goofy things. But I'd said, you guys cannot take away from what's happening in the show uh, because we'll mess up that pace and mess up that timing. And, and that's obviously something you don't want to do. Right, right. Okay, big cast. Uh, let's see. Yeah, actually, there there is um, at least I think fifteen people. So, okay. I mean, so you, do you want to tell me some of your cast members? Sure, sure. So the uh, the name of the carnival, if you will, is Cougar and Darks. Um, I, gosh, I'm not going to go into the exact because there's a huge <laughs> long name for it. Uh, but Cougar and Darks uh, Pandemonium Theater. So uh, playing the part of Mr. Dark is uh, one of my very good friends, uh, Zane Grogan, um, and the person playing Mr. Cougar then would be Justin Dawson. Uh, Mr. Dawson is actually playing a couple of roles in the show because he's also playing the part of Holloway, Holloway excuse me, um, and he is the father of one of the young boys. That's hard to do, isn't it? it two roles? It absolutely is. It absolutely is. The, um, 
the, you have to, you know, it's hard enough to get into one character, but to totally flip and, you know, turn yourself into another character midway through a show is, is pretty challenging in itself. But I, I will have to say uh, Mr. Dawson's done a, an outstanding job so far. Okay. All right. Who else? Well, let's see. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot here. Oh, I'm sorry. But, uh, oh, no, it's, it's fine. Uh, we have a, 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 a new uh, performer, actually, to me, and um, he has been in a few other shows with Old Town Players, but playing the part of the Dust Witch, a uh, gentleman by the name of Castiel, um, he has, has been super, super good uh, in, in everything that he's done, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then the, the rest of the cast really is kind of a myriad of just just supporting characters. So there's, you know, little bits here and there and, and back and forth. So Okay, it's, uh, you know, you look at a cast in, in any kind of performance, but especially something like this. Uh, there, to me, dialogue is dialogue's always important, but Absolutely. something like this, it really is important, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. And I, I will have to say... Uh, Zane, uh, in playing the, the main uh, protagonist, if you will, ha has just done great. Uh, and he's, I think he kind of gets into it, actually. <laughs> it's one of his favorite things to do. But he, uh, he's, he's done really well as far as getting himself into the character and, and being able to perform that dialogue with just that right amount of, of really creepy, um, but thought-provoking as well. <laughs> it's, it's really neat because... You don't want to scare the audience, but you want them to stay on their edge of their seat, it, right? It, exactly. Right. Or do you want to scare them? Maybe well, you do. Well, maybe a little jump here and there, huh? Sure, sure, sure. It's a little bit of both, actually, I think. Jason, is this a, a play meant for everybody? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no, um, you know, adult language in it. Um, nothing, you know, that would push it out of a PG-13 type of situations so. okay uh have you seen this play done before i've not seen the play done i have watched the movie um bits and pieces of it I, that's one of my own personal rules is i don't want to you know when i'm doing a show i don't want to watch someone else's adaptation of it because okay. i don't i want to come up with my own right right i mean you know i agree so many ways or, or sure. something like that that everybody knows sure but something like this you know it's got the jason keller brand doesn't it that's exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay um so how long have you guys been working on the play? Uh, auditions, well, it's been about uh, two months now. So, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Um, what else about the play? Maybe that's a little different than others. Well, you know, just the Halloween base of it. Um, and there's, there's a lot in this show. And, and a lot of times, you know, as actors, we call it the fourth wall. And that fourth wall is the stage. And it's, you know characters don't get a chance to interact with audience members however in this show there is a lot of that oh how, um, how do you mean and it's it's fun for us as actors to be able to break that fourth wall and go out and actively engage audience members it's so much fun to do uh, whether it be in a creepy way whether it be in a comedy you know where you're you're trying to get them to laugh mm -hmm. um, it's it's just a lot of fun yeah yeah now let's say you're not into science fiction or, or any kind of homie but it sounds like this is a little bit more than that. And there's a, there is a dramatic element, isn't there? Absolutely. Absolutely there is. Um, you know, the baseline of the story, you know, two young boys, which, you know, I was a young boy once. Uh, I think I was several years sometime. ago. Yeah, several years ago, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, and that search for being older and wanting to, you know, not be locked in a small town and Midwestern who knows where. 
Um, so I, I think it's pretty relatable with a lot of people because, you know, we were all there once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So anyway, it opens up uh, on Friday. No, no Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we couldn't have asked for a better timing for oh, this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, this year, Old Town Players, I know it's kind of like your, this is the bounce back year. I mean, you know. The pandemic slowed things down, and you got back on your feet last year. I mean, but this right. is a year. I, I look at the list, you know, after you was a Christmas story, Grumpy Old Men. I mean, you got a great lineup. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So um, I, I can't wait for the season to get ripping and roaring and, and see how many folks we can entertain. Okay. One thing you brought up earlier, and I, I think it's – and anybody I talk to, Old Town players, this is what I really like about you guys is – it would be that you would be territorial. I don't want new people in here and stuff. You guys welcome more new people. Absolutely. I mean, it's like I've never heard uh, an organization that checks the ego at the door. You guys are just incredible. Absolutely. We love having new people come in and, and seeing what we're about and, um, you know, just coming with us on this journey of, of just having a good time. Um, so with that being said, the, the auditions for the next show – um, are coming up soon. The uh, the auditions for A Christmas Story, which is going to be directed by Steve Gray, mm-hmm. uh, they are October 16th and 17th at the theater. Um, 7 p.m. I think is the normal. And if you uh, you don't have to prepare anything in advance, you just come and hang out, and they'll ask you to read a few lines, and, and we can go from there. So I know Steve's show relies heavily on, you know, younger kids because it's a Christmas story. So right, right. We would we would ask that, you know, Anyone in the, you know in the Knox County or, or in anyone in the local area really just uh, come on down and you know if you're interested and want to give it a shot. Okay, we do want to mention that your show is sponsored by Duke Energy. Absolutely. Okay, well, absolutely. Sure. So big thank you to Duke Energy for allowing us to, to present this. Okay, because I always want to make sure we get that mentioned you sure. know, for the the show. All right, where can you get tickets? Um, you can get them on our website or they're available at the door um, at the time of the show. All right, and again, it sounds like you can still get a season pass. You might miss the follies, but you still got plenty of shows. Absolutely do. Okay, and finally, above all, Jason, what do you want people to get at? Oh, before I go any further, who is your assistant director? Oh, Rochelle Williams. Um, and honestly, I gotta, I've got i got to give a big shout-out to Rochelle. She's been a huge help. Um, it's her first time really um, in a directing type of role um, and she's actually been away, as, such as my, same as myself, from OTP for a few years now. And she's came back and, and has really done an outstanding job. That time away to give you a chance to recharge yourself, just sure. everything? Absolutely. All right. All right. You found out that I can't stay away from it. I, exactly. I get the bug and I come back. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Finally, what do you want the audience to get out of this? I want them to come and see this show and to get that sort of chilly, spooky you know, I'm in, I'm ready for Halloween mode now that, that just sort of chilly feeling, you know, down in the deepest part of your guts and, and be ready for Halloween and spooky season. <laughs> and if you will feel the, the need to come dressed up in your Halloween gear, absolutely. Or something, we always encourage on the Halloween shows. If you want to come in costume, absolutely do it. And be, you're going to be worn now. You, there will be some interaction with the audience. Absolutely. Oh, you sound you sound like a kid on this. I mean, you, I mean, it's just it's just you're so excited. It, it does, it does. It brings out the inner child, I guess. Okay, Jason, good seeing you again. My goodness, uh, glad you're back. And it wouldn't be a Halloween without your show. All right. So. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. All right. Stay tuned. More of the morning chat coming up on WAOV.